Shakespeare's A Midsummer Night's Dream, Part 1. The Dukes of Athens' thesis was getting married to the Queen of Amazons, Hippolyta. There's a grand royal wedding was being planned. As the preparation for the wedding were in full swing, Theseus ordered Philostrate, his master of rivers, to stir up the Athenians to merriment for four-day festivals of pomp and entertainment, and accordingly asked Philostrate to find interesting amusements for the occasions. Just four days before the wedding, Aegis, one of the Theseus' subjects, came to his court. Aegis had brought along his daughter Hermia and two Athenian youths, Lysander and Demetrius. Aegis wanted to complain about Hermia. He said that he wanted to Hermia to marry Demetrius who loved her. However, she refused as she loved Lysander and wanted to marry him. Lysander also blamed Demetrius saying Demetrius had courted Hermia and intentionally caused her to fall in love with him. Therefore, I am a better suitor for Hermia. Aegis further requested Theseus to make Hermia promise before him that she should marry the man of her father's choice. If she did not do so, then accordingly to the ancient Athenian law, she would either to be put to death or banished from Athens. Upon hearing the complaint, Theseus told Hermia that she had to obey her father and do as he said. He also warned her that if she did not change her mind till the ground wedding, he would have no other alternative but to endorse the ancient law and put her under severe punishment. He then told all of them to leave. However, Hermia was a headstrong girl. Despite the Duke's warning, she stuck to her decision of marrying Lysander. Then both of them formed a plan to run away together. In order to execute the plan, both Hermia and Lysander decided to meet in the woods the following night. Hermia confided in her best friend, Helena. Her plan of eloping with Lysander after Hermia and Lysander left for the woods instead of keeping Hermia a secret to herself, Helena revealed it to Demetrius. Helena was once engaged to Demetrius and still loved him, despite the fact that he had left her for Hermia. Helena thought that by revealing Hermia's secret to Demetrius, she could regain his love and marry him. In the meantime, the craftsmen in Athens were planning to put up a play in the honor of Theseus' wedding. Among the craftsmen were Nick Bottom, the Weaver, Tom Snod, the Tinker, Snub, the Joiner, Peter Quince, the Carpenter, Francis Fleur, the Bellows Mander, and Robin Starlin, the Tailor. The play was based on the story of Pyramus and Thisbe and was called the most lamentable comedy and the most cruel death of Pyramus and Thisbe. The play depicted two lovers. Pyramus and Thisbe, who were separated by their parents' feud. Thus, the two spoke to each other at the night to a hole in a wall. They were to meet at Nini's tomb, however, when Thisbe waited there for Pyramus, a lion attacked her and tore her mantle before she could escape. When Pyramus found the shredded garment, he assumed that the lion 
had killed Thisbe. He was stricken with grief and thus committed suicide. However, when Thisbe found Priam's bloody corpse, she was heartbroken and also committed suicide. Although the craftsmen knew nothing of plays or acting, they fancied themselves great actors. Quince acted as a director and manager and thus assigned each one role. Bottom was directed to play Pyramus' role, Fute, Thisbe's, Robin's Charlin, Thisbe's mother, Quince, Thisbe's father, now Pyramus' father, and Snug was directed to play the lion's part. Bottom wanted to play all the roles himself as he thought he would possess the necessary experience and skills of seasoned actor. According to him, since he had the ability to speak in a woman's voice, he could play the role of this bee. Moreover, since he had the ability to roar, he could play the role of the lion too. He also predicted that he would win much applause from the audience. Quince finally managed to convince Bottom that Pyramus was a role for him by virtue of the fact that Pyramus was supposed to be very handsome. Snug was worried that he would not be able to play the lion's part, but the queens reassured him that it would be very easy, since the lion spoke no word, just roared. This also worried them, for if the lion frightened any of the noble women in the audience, all the actors would be executed since they were only laborers. They did not want to risk upsetting the noble class. Now the main question was, where they rehearse? They could not rehearse in crowded, crowded places or in anyone's houses, primarily because the play was to be kept a secret till the wedding day, therefore to avoid curious eyes and interferers of others, the craftsmen decided to rehearse in the woods without any disturbance.